0: hello and welcome to one of the last few episodes we have in the regular season of the true blue la podcast i'm jacob you're we don't need last names anymore People knew who we are. America, we're in famous. the regular season. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I said I, I, snuck that in there.
1: I know. Yeah. I we're just, hopeful. I just wanted to emphasize it. Like, oh, there's, there's plenty of opportunities for
0: possibly more <laughs>
1: games, so we'll see how that goes.
0: Recording on a Monday, so you asked to record today, and I thought, oh, that's because there's no game today, and and I was wrong. Um, there is a game that we will not disseminate because we're we're helpful fellows. No. Uh, so we, we, go yeah. ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to say like we we wouldn't tell you like if you know the home team scored the first six runs of the game you know in the, by thir- by the third inning we wouldn't we wouldn't like disseminate that because it's a live sporting event so that wouldn't be and closer And
0: we're just we just stealing money from the biting the hand that feeds when we do that It was a yeah. pretty good week for the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, it was like you know, I think I think like most of these week last few weeks have, have like ended relatively like well. Like uh, but last last week was kind of a a weird microcosm of the season. So like um uh, a it it started poorly. They they lost two games to the Reds, right? So uh well it's first the overall. So they they were 4 and 3, which is, you know, it's it's a winning week and you'll, you'll, you'll always take that. But like, I always like the people don't realize this. Like if you, if you win four out of every seven games, that's like a 93 win pace. It's 92 and a half roughly for a whole season. So like, that's actually really good. Like, it's not, you know, it could have been better, but mm-hmm. like, um, but it was kind of weird. how. So they, they lost the first two in Cincinnati. So they were, they started the season 0 and 6 against the Reds. And I think Well, we talked, we, we were basically recording uh, yeah. During as they it, were It is losing funny when I
0: talk game. about a Dodger week. I'm I usually mean since we last recorded. Which no, I know. If if our listeners week at weeks don't start on Wednesday morning, I'm sorry. That's just how. Yeah. I work. That's how it's my a weird, calendar works.
1: Well, then, like weird too. Like, so my my general work schedule is like Wednesday to Sunday. So I'm like the same way. Like that. Where the weekend to me it doesn't really mean anything because I usually work, and then Mondays and Tuesdays I I try to get stuff done. Uh, so it's like the same way. But yeah, so, you know, but then like they had each of the last three weeks, um, they played someone ahead of them in, in the standings of some sort. Uh, last week, it was the Cardinals uh, in St. Louis, and they won the first three games, including um, like the Saturday game, Handley, a classic um, like Dodgers bust out game that they've had off and on. Uh, they won seventeen to four. Then they got shut out on Sunday to sort of cap the week. Like could have been could have been a four game <laughs> sweep, uh, wasn't. But you know, overall pretty good week. They they um, it pulled them even with the Cardinals in the wild card race. Um, they actually were ahead of them with Saturday's win, uh, and then lost you know uh, on Sunday. And then on the Saturday win also put them temporarily in first place by a half game over the Rockies in the NL West. And then the loss. Sunday, um, you know, move them back in a second, but they're playing the Rockies as we record this. That's a three game series. It's a big series. So that's sort of where they're at, but yeah, but more, a little bit more on last week. Um, I, the big star was Yasiel Puig and he actually got the national league player of the week. Um, but his, his whole week, not didn't all boil down to these two days, but it was funny. They played Friday night and then they were the, uh, a Fox game on Saturday, but it was a 10 AM p- Pacific time start. So, Basically, in like 20 hours, Yossi will probably get five home runs. So, yeah, two two on Friday and then three on Saturday. That 17 to four game. So, uh, it was it was a crazy week. And then like Walker Bueller was awesome. Uh, eight shutout innings. He's been like really really good. So yeah, it was a it was an overall like a really really good week. Oh, and then like also Julio Urias is back. Um, he pitched on uh, he pitched the end of that 17 to four game. That he pitches an inning. It was his first major league inning in like um, uh, 16 months. So he had the shoulder surgery last year. So uh, we'll get to him more a little bit later. But like, you know, just seeing him back there, that's you know a huge accomplishment. The fact that he got back to the majors before the end of this year, that's a win. Um, and anything
0: now after this is kind of house money at
1: this point. So that's sort of where they're at with him.
0: Let's talk about the series against the Rockies a little bit more. Uh, starting today was John Gray. He's not in the game anymore. So, <laughs> Wait, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, since that already happened, it's technically not disseminating in a lot of
1: events. <laughs> yeah, so. I think
0: so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when you and I were talking, must, even like let's say four weeks ago, the Rockies were ahead of the Dodgers, but they were not perceived as the 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 real threat to the Dodgers for the division. That was Arizona, and that has not 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 been the case arizona has fallen off so is colorado the real contender now and if so how important is this series and how do the the matchups for the next two days look for the dodgers
1: well and so this series like won't necessarily decide anything it could like it could be a disaster for one team like if they lose, but it doesn't necessarily lose either one the division like if if one gets swept or something. They're only separated by half a game. each team still has, uh, well, the Dodgers have nine games after this. The Rockies have ten. So like you know it, it you know, obviously you want to win these games that are important. but so it's like the the last sort of hurrah for them playing each other. Um, so it's huge. And then, you know, uh, Monday night started with, uh, Jin Ryu, who's been great, uh, against John Gray. And then the, next, but the Dodgers sent out their next, their two best, the, the last two, it's, it's Walker Bueller, or, or I'm sorry, Kershaw, then Walker Bueller. Um, and then they face Kyle Freeland, who's like, we, I am, he's probably going to He well, he probably should be the, the number four guy in the Cy Young race behind the, like the big three of DeGrom, Scherzer and Aaron Nola. Um, uh, and then Tyler Anderson on Wednesday. So, um, like it, it, the teams are basically sending out their, um, you know, three best pitchers, probably, um, you could probably flip a coin there with Ryu and Rich Hill, um, for the starters, but for the Dodgers, but I think that, you know, it's as good of a, a matchup as you're going to see like this late in the season, it lines up sort of perfectly.
0: So you mentioned both teams have three series after that, um, Comparative schedule-wise, they both play Arizona, uh, three yeah. games against Arizona, and then Colorado gets some AL East action, whereas the Dodgers just have the NL West cycle. So right. it that seems to slightly tip in the Dodgers' favor, but with how uh, Philadelphia and Washington have played of late, maybe, maybe not as much.
1: Well, and then it's like one of those things, too, where um, the Dodgers are basically looking at having to um, that last week they're on the road and, you know, it's probably going to be close. So like, I don't think either of these teams are going to clinch until the last weekend. And for the Dodgers, that means in San Francisco and that's a rivalry uh, series. So, you know, it's going to be like, uh, weird either way. Like, um, uh, you know, one team trying to, the Giants trying to play a spoiler if, if the Dodger in it. So that's, you know, you kind of throw out <laughs> the, the records as they say on that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going
0: to be, it's going to be pretty interesting down the stretch. So going back to the Diamondbacks, they are uh, f- was is four and a half games back. Is that right? Yeah, four and a half, yeah, four and a half games
1: back of the Rockies, four back of the Dodgers entering uh, Monday. <laughs> like the Diamondbacks, like I you know I had sort of looked at this a couple weeks ago, and they did have a really tough schedule. And it's like my God, they, it just keeps getting like, like they're playing the Cubs right now, although it's in Arizona. Uh, they they played the Astros the other day, so it's like they're they're just they're they have a really really tough schedule down the stretch and they have not done well so far. Like uh, recently Um, we, we talked about this, like um, where the Dodgers had the three straight weekends where they sort of beat their opponents. Like I just remember like um, uh, like four weeks ago, it seems like a long time ago. Now the Dodgers were down four and a half. They got swept by the Cardinals. That seemed like the new low point of the season, like, you know, relative to may when it it looked pretty bad, but there's still a lot of the season left. Uh, but yeah, the Dodgers were down four and a half at that point. They were in third, and the Diamondbacks were in, on top. The the Dodgers like stole the last three games of that series against Arizona in LA, um, and they've just been uh, like terrible. They're they're um, so entering uh, today. They're they've lost twelve of their last sixteen. Uh, they they haven't won a series since August twenty first and twenty second. That was a two game sweep of the Angels. They've had seven series since then, so six losses and a two-game split. So they've been really, really bad. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's – and that, you know, they looked like a pretty clear – not not favorite in the division, but, like, clearly they were going to be down till the end, like, and now it's like they just have to, like, claw and get back to, like, maybe sneak in the walker because they're – the Dodgers are are – um, tied with the Cardinals um, for the second wild card. So they're four games back in the wild card. It, it's going to be, they, they have a, a huge uphill battle to even make the playoffs or like a play in game or something. So, uh, they're, they've basically played their way out of the playoffs at this point.
0: Related to that, uh, got us some mailbag questions from Twitter. Uh, David Young wants to know if, does that make the three game series against Arizona a trap series for the Dodgers?
1: Right. And, and you know, it's one of those like, um, you know, always, I think more people would say the trap series for that was going to be this Padres series mm-hmm. against uh, the Padres come to LA. But like the Dodgers, like, the one thing that got the Dodgers back from that four and a half game uh, deficit right away, they swept the Padres and then they swept the Rangers in a two gamer before playing the Dynamax. So, like, they, you know, they sort of use that to get back at them. But then, like, the the they lost a series to the Mets was that a trap series and they lost a series to the Reds was that like it, it's hard I don't know about it's not like football where you just play once a, a week so it's like a trap game but, but whatever it, it's it, it's less of a trap series but more of a like desperate Diamondbacks like needing knowing they mm-hmm. need to sweep to like to stay relevant so and it's in Arizona so it's going to be difficult but um, it's you know by then. You know the Dodgers will have played this series against the Rockies. It'll be clearer what they have to do, uh, and a little bit they'll be closer. Like uh, it's never too early to start start talking magic numbers, but we'll we'll be probably in the some one of the teams will be in the single digits by then. So uh, you're basically like looking, um, you know that's that's going to be a tough series, uh, even as bad as the Diamondbacks have been playing.
0: Moving right along uh, in mailbag questions, Jamal wanted to know uh, wanted to have a prediction from us on where the Dodgers will end up—whether it'll be the divisional champs, the wild card team, or just not in the playoffs.
1: Uh, I can tell you where they won't end up in hell, like where it's almost as hot as I am now. Uh, that so forced, uh, but yeah, it's very hot right now. So I turned the AC on. So apologies if you hear that in the background—that's my AC—and I am cooler now, much cooler. So. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. Um yeah, so his question was basically what the uh, Dodgers win the division, win the wild card or out of the playoffs entirely. I mean, look, all season it's been like Dodgers are clearly the most talented. Uh will they will they won't they type of thing. It's two games left, they're a half game back starting Monday. They still have the, like the most talent, at, you know. I think that'll play out over the last two weeks. So I think they're going to win the division. Um, so that, that of those three, uh, that's my guess.
0: I think so too. Um, I, again, it's, it's, it does seem like a team as soon as you try and think of where the trend is going, they kind of jerk the other way. So, right. but hopefully the, the September has bared out closer to what I would thought, think. So outside of maybe that red series. So I think they'll win the division, but it's certainly not a lock by any stretch.
1: So as we talked, uh, last week about how the Dodgers offense was like up and down, uh they like you said, they they have played a, a little stronger in September so far. And like their overall offense, like especially after the they got shut out Sunday, but still um they scored seventeen runs on, on Saturday, so that that's maybe the hot and cold thing. But they were they've been consistently like a little bit better scoring wise. Uh but they their their offense like leads the national league in runs per game. They're tops in like uh weighted runs created plus. Um uh, and uh, slugging percentage, home runs, like, they're – and walks. So, like, they're producing at this point. And, like, you know, as as frustrating as it was it, for a long time with the sort of hot and coldness of it, just overall they have been really, really good. And we talked about the run differential thing. But um, the offense, I think, to this point, like, the overall, like, seasonal value as has, is going to end up being net positive. I think that's what's going to carry them through. Um, these last
0: two weeks. Another prediction. Cal Crawford wants to know if if that didn't happen and they're in a wild card game, who would the starting pitcher be, and who would you start? So who who do you think, and who would you actually go with? I, so, mine's the same answer.
1: Yeah. Is Kershaw for you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean that's the obvious. I my mind too. I, right.
0: But, and I but I and I understand. I understand where if someone said no, no, I I would start Walker Bueller. I, I get it.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, but the thing is, so it's for us both, it's, it's clearly, uh, who would we start? It's Kershaw. What it might come down to though. So if they're in a situation where they have to win, uh, the wild card, it's, that means it's going to go down to the final weekend and the way that pitching set up. So Kershaw's pitching, uh, Tuesday, and I'm pretty sure they're going to stick with a, um, they have third, this Thursday off and next Thursday off, I think. So, um, I think they're going to still stick with the five. Um, they could obviously change it. But it, it, the way it works out basically is, that it is uh, Kershaw uh, Tuesday and then Kershaw Monday uh, on the last week of the season. That's in Arizona rather than Sunday against the Padres. So it makes a little sense. But then also, so if they need it, that means Kershaw Sunday, the last day of the regular season. So, like, if that game's in play, they might have to use him there. So that's the way where Walker Buehler basically starts that game. Um, but other than that, I think if they have to have it, you you have to use Kershaw. Like, yeah. you know, it's if you have a game to to whether your season ends or not, you just got to do it. I think at that point, and then that's that's uh, that's where they're at
0: related uh brandon wants to know who uh, let's let's say they win the division they'll make this a little let's say when they win the division and let's say they win it on friday the third the last day of the the uh, season yeah what would your postseason rotation be so uh
1: you mentioned possibly winning it in in the last week in the season so i am um uh i'm actually toying with the idea of of driving up uh, to San Francisco for that final weekend, staying with a friend of mine, and going to all three games. So, uh, you know that could be an important weekend we'll see. But then the, the weird thing is, if the A's somehow like pull this off and pass the Yankees, they would host the wild card game. So I think I would stay over until Wednesday, Until <laughs> like sweet. go to that. Yeah, but it would be weird because and then but then there's like the possibility. Well, the Dodgers like we're you know. Rain assault, whatever, things could change in a heartbeat. But, like, let's say the Dodgers, if, if that would really screw me over if the Dodgers are the home team in the NLDS, um, which starts the Thursday after the season. So, like, if Atlanta still finishes with a better record, they would start on the road and it doesn't really affect me. Um, and, but if they're, <laughs> that'd be a rough trip for me if I go uh, drive up to San Francisco, three games in San Francisco. Uh, wait two days, go to Oakland for Wednesday, and then drive home probably sometime super early, either overnight Wednesday or, or super early Thursday morning, and then the Dodgers play at home. Like first of all, it's great if, for them if they they do well enough to actually be the home team in that series. But man, that would be that's a lot of uh, driving. So
0: that'd be fun though. Yeah, oh, it would be a story for sure. That's a lot of baseball. So, uh, yeah. We <laughs> now back to the question. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> what a sidebar that was. Um, so yeah. your postseason rotation.
1: So it comes down to what we're talking about like we're both in the wild card game. It's like clearly Kershaw, but if they had to do someone else Bueller so I for me it's it's like game the first two games have to be Kershaw Bueller if you have yeah. if you have the opportunity to set it up after that it's like um I would go Hyunjin Ryu game three. He's been like consistently better. Um, and he's, I, uh, over the years, like, I know he's been hurt forever, but he, he's always been like a big game pitcher. And he's like, he's fully healthy now, full complement of his pitches. Um, I would go with him in game three and and go with Rich Hill in game four, not to denigrate Rich Hill. Um, he's just been like, he's struggled a little bit. Like, Ryu actually had a couple plunkers in a row uh, recently, too, but uh, Rich Hill. Since the break, he's been pretty good, like 355 ERA. But, like, the last, like, five or six starts, it's been a little rough. It's, like, three three starts in a row, he allowed four runs. Um, uh, and then, um, what, four of the last six, he's allowed four runs. He allowed three runs in another game. He's, he's, like, prone to, like, he's been prone to a lot of, like, the big homer. Like, he had a – he just started walking guys on Saturday. Uh, he walked three guys in a row and then – uh, Patrick Wisdom hit a grand slam off him, and that was like the only thing he gave up. So it's like a, it was a pretty good start. Then like oh he gave up four, but then the Dodgers scored a bunch, so it didn't matter. But it's just like um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, I, I would go Ryu over Hill. I could see them still like look, you can make an argument they don't want to pressure Bueller in, the, but I, I I think they would still go with them. But like you can see the case where they hold back Bueller on to like game three or something. But I still think they go Bueller
0: game two after Kershaw. Uh, and Hyunjin Ryu, leader for the Dodgers in ERA plus. I wouldn't have guessed that. It wouldn't have been yeah. far off. But uh, I think I like your. I think you like your rotation. Uh, and then, I, I was going to ask, uh, wondering if we should talk about the bullpen, but let's save that for a postseason episode. If uh, should we be oh, lucky sure. enough to have one.
1: But just a note on this. Um, so uh, a little bit of news in the last week. Uh, Ross Stripling is uh, technically back in the rotation now. Uh, Alex Wood has been moved to the bullpen I think for the playoffs they'll both be in the bullpen um, but yeah Wood has struggled uh, you know a little bit he had a good like 12-13 start run there but he just then yeah, had a couple they had a really bad outing in Cincinnati and I. but I think they're going to stick him in the bullpen um, they, they they did stick him in the bullpen but um, so that's sort of where they're at on the fifth guy but I think both of those guys are going to end up in the playoff bullpen anyway
0: well, we've got five questions from our friend Craig. Is there anything you wanted to talk about in the dodge before we get to them?
1: Um, just, you know, again, we we don't want to disseminate live action. So, you know, if someone were to say... You know,
0: you, we say this every single week since we record on Tuesdays. Uh, I think you do. I think you actively want to steal from the commissioner.
1: We all, we, the we commissioner all literally
0: loses money. We all this. want
1: to, but we respect the the fact that it's it's against the rules, it's against the law, and we don't have express written consent, and we've never got express written consent. Frankly, I've never asked for express written consent. Maybe it's easy. Maybe you just go, hey, can we do this? And they're like, sure. Here's the letter. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's just say, you know, if a team were up eight to nothing, and if it's leadoff hitter a left-hander who struggled last season, went to the minors, and then had a really good World Series, and he, let's say he had two home runs and a double in the first four innings. Um, you know, we would not let you know that, because that's against really the laws of the land, and we don't want to get in trouble with Major League Baseball. It's good to know. Yeah.
0: You ready for questions? Sure. Who will lead the Dodgers in home runs and OPS excuse me, with a minimum of a hundred played appearances in 2019.
1: So the, I was trying to think like, there'd be some like, uh, not the home runs necessarily, but like the O P leading an OPS with like a minimum of a hundred. I was trying to think if there was someone they could possibly some rando trade like later in the season and then just comes along and, and goes full Marlon Anderson or something in the last month and a half. um, I would go – I'm going to stick with Justin Turner, um, uh, you know, even if he if he's, uh, gets injured again. And I think just the overall body work, he's been excellent. So I'm going, to, I'm going to go with him for the OPS. For home runs, I mean, look, <laughs> Cody Ballinger was a top prospect last year. We knew he was going to be up at some point. Did not think he was going to lead the Dodgers in home runs by a mile. He did. Max Muncy was out of, or he was in the minors all of last year. He did not do very well in his two years with the A's of major league time. Uh, He was a non-roster invitee, not on the 40-man roster to start the year, Um, and so he he currently leads the Dutch in home runs by a mile. Um, So, guessing this is weird,
0: but I think I have a pretty, I have a firm guess, but
1: I would I'm gonna go Bellinger just because he's the guy we know. And look, they could sign
0: Machado. Damn it! They could. Into my they, answer. <laughs> they could.
1: They could sign Harper. Like one of those go. guys. Who knows? So like, yeah. Was, uh, but yeah, sorry for stealing your thunder, but like, the, I think I still I'm going to go with Bellinger because he's the guy we know, the guy in house at right now.
0: Bryce Harper, uh, for home like runs, it. OPS will be. I like Justin Turner. That's a good answer. I'll say Seager just yeah. to say something different. But okay. Uh, give me your predictions when the remaining playoff spots will be clinched. Oh, uh, I I'm gonna let you do this because I'm so out of touch with uh, the non-NL West scene right now. So so
1: I have been paying attention to the NL Wild Card recently sure. because that's like <laughs> right. the, the main sort of thing going. Well, I, not, know just th- like I don't think that
0: leave. gets clenched until the s- Saturday or Sunday. Uh,
1: okay, so like, but the, the Brewers though they won today, and the Cardinals won today. So like they're up okay. Let's let's go to divisions first though while we're at it. So, um, man, the <laughs> Red Sox, one hundred and three wins already. Good lord, uh, they're going to clinch like this week. Like I think I think he excluded that from the question, right? Like
0: he said, uh, um, yeah, he said. Uh, so yeah, it'll be clinched Wednesday. That's what he said.
1: The Indians say. clinched on Sunday, um, so that's over. Um, the Houston Astros, they're they're only up four games on the A's, so um, let's say they clinch like the Tuesday of next week. Um, uh, so the last the last week of the season, but the, let's say the Tuesday. Uh, the Braves have like, just ran roughshod recently in the NL East, and the, Phil- the Phillies have sort of faded, um, so much so that they might get passed by the Nationals. Um, so there's a six and a half game lead there, so I think Atlanta's going to clinch on this Sunday, um, the Cubs have a fight uh, with the Brewers. Lesser extent, the Cardinals, and they're only up two games. Uh, well, actually, the Cubs are playing now, so it could be two and a half um, by the end of the night. I think, I think the Cubs will clinch theirs on. Actually, I don't know if they play third. You know what? I'm going to say next Wednesday, and then the NL West will be clinched on the like. Uh, you, I think you saw you said, so. I'll go with your Friday, uh, the the last Friday of the regular season. Um, As far as the wild cards, um, like the Tampa Bay is the only one hanging around, really. I guess Seattle is technically. But I think the Yankees and the A's will both clinch a wild card spot by Sunday. Um, Let's say one Saturday, one Sunday. Um, Milwaukee's at three on the Cardinals. Uh, for the first wild card spot, and then the Dodgers are, like, right there. The Rockies, if they lose, would be sort of right there as well. Um, let's say Milwaukee clinches a wild card or, like, a playoff berth next uh, next Wednesday, and then the second wild card will be clinched, like, on, on the Saturday, the last Saturday of the season. So, uh, I think... As much as I want to root for like a, I wrote a thing for SB Nation on tiebreakers this week uh, or last week, um, sort of explaining all of them. And I got got to where I asked someone at MLB, like they have a bunch of scenarios, like for two team ties, for three team ties, for four team oh, yeah. ties. Outside
0: of the Dodgers winning the division, this is the yeah. time of year I can I become team entropy. Yeah, know. and
1: so, but I look and they don't they literally don't have a scenario if five teams tie. So uh it would require, you know, uh, we, it could be all for the division, but that's not going to happen. But like, it, it would it would basically have to be a sort of a melee of like two division winners finish with the same record as like three wild card contenders or something, and then it, it there it's great. Like uh, it's never come to this. Like so, so, the way the playoff used to work, like if so teams were tied, it was a three team playoff in the National League. The American League only had a one game playoff for years, but like. They only used it like one time. It was always the the uh, the four times the National League used it, like early on. It all involved the Dodgers. Like they, they lost to the Cardinals in like, uh, I forget if it was 42 or 46. Uh, and then they, they lost to the Giants in 51. They beat the Braves in 59. And then they lost to the Giants in 62. All those are three-game series. Uh, but then once they started divisional play, they, both, they switched everything to one-game playoffs. So for like a, a single tiebreaker. But like yeah, my favorite is it has to, if at least three teams are in it, you get a scenario where uh, two teams play on that idle Monday or potentially like if there's four teams, it's even better. Cause like you have two games Monday and then so, like the winners play Tuesday. And then if it's, if it could get weird because if there's more than one spot or like um, it could be like the loser plays Mo- Tuesday or the, like the, and then the, uh, or the winner of one game is the division winner, and then the loser plays for the wild card. And then there's a scenario if it's like a three-team thing where uh, teams get to choose their position, like A, B, and C, and like one of them you could be – you're basically choosing between having to win two games, possibly both at home, uh, or winning just one game, but it has to be on the road. <laughs> so like you, you could choose to be the Tuesday team, and like if it's a three-team tie for, say, the division – uh, and then, like, let's say the Dodgers do that and they're the C team. So the Diamondbacks and Rockies would play Monday. And then the loser of that game's out. And then the, the winner gets to host uh, the Dodgers for Tuesday. But the Dodgers, like, if in this scenario they chose that. So, like, the Dodgers only have to win one game, but it's on the road versus it. So it could be really weird. Uh, so I, I root for something crazy like that. And preferably, if it's crazy enough, like the National League wildcard game is Tuesday. So if it gets if it's like three or four teams, you could get a scenario where those spots aren't decided by Tuesday, so that game would get pushed back to Wednesday. You know, or just so it could get. We, we all want chaos, especially when we're, we don't have skin in the game, because those those days are just crazy, because everyone's playing for their lives, and like that's what you want in the playoffs. So it's pretty great. So um, looking forward to that. It's it's never happened outside of a two-team tie. Uh, we've never got to the three-team scenario. We got close a couple years ago. Uh, what was it? Uh, the last two-team tiebreaker we had was 2013 with the um, – um, or wait, was it, or maybe it was 2012, or 2013, I think, mean, Rays and Rangers. Uh, going into the last day of the season, those two teams had were one game worse than the Indians. Had the Indians lost on the final day, there would have been a three-team scenario where two teams played Monday and then – Played the the winner played the uh, the other team on uh, on Tuesday, so that's we 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 would have got we would have got that it would have been sweet. So, uh, but we just missed. But uh, I'm hoping always hoping for something like that. So, Team Entropy, I'm with you.
0: Uh, real quick, going back to the minimum uh, 100 plated princes leader in OPS, I have a I have a trivia question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know, in 2018, do you know, without a minimum play to parents, who leads the Dodgers in OPS? Hmm.
1: Let me think. I'm trying to think if there's something weird, like, um, like I think Hyunjin Ryu has batted too much, so uh, it could be, like, a reliever. Man, um, like, if it's Pedro Baez, I'm going to be really mad, um, but
0: uh i hmm. the ops is
1: 1.5 oh okay so it is like a, a one and done type thing like a like a, a one one for one or with a sack fly or something weird uh um man so i don't hmm. <laughs> i don't see what cats even batted yet i don't think so uh Good Lord. So it's got to be a pitcher. Two plate appearances. Two plate appearances. Um, Man. Uh, stud Alexander has more than that. Um, man, I, I'm
0: just going to go Bias. Dennis Santana.
1: God, I forgot. <laughs> of course he, man, he almost hit that ball out, too. I forgot about that. It was bases loaded in Colorado, and he, he like... He crushed the ball, and it went off the wall.
0: Third question.
1: that's awesome.
0: When you order soup at a restaurant, how hot do you want it when it's served to you? Should you have to wait for it to cool down, or can it be served at a more appropriate temperature? I don't like soup. Man, Period.
1: I saw saw this question, and my first thing was, like, I guess I don't order soup out a lot. (laughs) I I, I actually really like soup, um, but, like, it's more like... uh, if it's like a homemade thing or even out of a can, I I don't I like having it at home too. Um, but, uh, I, I, but it has to be hot. Like, you know, whatever, like whatever it is, like, um, I think the hotter, the better, um, to, to the point where it's like a, um, you know, if it's on a bowl, like they would serve it to you, the bowl would be on a plate. So you don't have to have the content, um, Or you don't have to touch it, basically, it's so hot. But yeah, I think the hotter the better in that. uh, But it just reminded me, like, you know, I guess I don't order soup out a lot. So maybe I got to start going to Panera more often or something. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Question the fourth. Justin Turner is averaging a slash uh, over 300, 400, 500 for the second consecutive season. Only Piazza and Sheffield have done it more times in L.A. Dodger history. Is he better than we give him credit for? I I laugh just because it is so easy to force myself to forget how good Sheffield was. Right. (laughs) I don't want to like that guy. Like, he was so good. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's like literally, I, I don't have it in front of me or anything. But, like, I just remember, like, I'm pretty sure like OPS plus at a certain minimum, like a thousand at plate appearances or maybe it's 2000. I'm pretty sure it's like Sheffield and Piazza are like the top two in OPS plus. Uh, and, you know, Duke Snyder is definitely up there and Pedro Guerrero was close, but I, I'm pretty sure it's like those two are like, the, like he was excellent, like as a hitter, you know? Uh, so yeah, that was really good. But yeah, Turner, uh, he, he is, I think, uh, I don't, maybe not necessarily us, but like, um, you know, we've uh, taken for granted is the wrong word, but because he's been like an amazing story. But you went from NRI to like very valuable player, uh, to like essential regular, to like if he's not playing, the Dodgers have way less of a chance of winning. That he is now like, but no, he's just gotten like he's really refined his game. Like he was a long, big long, he is a big launch angle guy, but he's just like an excellent. He has an excellent approach at the plate. Like he has his bat stays in the zone a lot. Um, he doesn't strike out a ton. I know like um, just that's the sort of the trend in baseball these days is that strikeouts are on an all-time high, but he he walks like more than he's more than he strikes out for the most part or you know relatively close to it, and he just doesn't strike out a ton. he He, he always has a good like um, feel for hitting. I mean, it, you know it's it's you know, cliche to say, but he's he is like an excellent hitter.' then, I mean, oh yeah, he has you know power. He gets on base uh, too, so um, I think he's he's definitely like one of the best like hitter, pure hitters in the game. Um, he's a little older than than some of the other contenders, and he's probably more injury prone. So he's you know maybe un, unheralded in that regard, but I think uh, he's like the best hitter the Dodgers have. I would have like coming in season, it's, it was either like him or Seager if Seager was healthy. Uh, you know, but I think it's it, it's Turner's Turner's to lose at this point the the spot of like best Dodger hitter. So yeah, I think. Uh, and you know, he still got two years left on his contract. Like he's going to put up numbers, and we're going to go back and be like, he was like basically you know as good or maybe as good as Ron say, and that you know that's saying a lot. So like he's been excellent.
0: Yeah, definitely him and Kershaw are top of the list of like. Geez, I want to see them win a World Series as a Dodger. Really, really badly. Mm -hmm. So the last question. Who is the second lefty out of the Dodgers' bullpen in the postseason? You know, should they make it?
1: So we we talked about this earlier. Um, Actually, wait. Didn't we get... Was I just skipping a question? (laughs) um, I don't think so. um, Someone asked, maybe it was like... Man, who asked this the other day? Okay, before we get into this question, because well, it's sort of related, but someone uh, someone asked the other day. and Maybe it was just me on Twitter, like a rando question, but it was um, um, who who's the uh, I think it was who is the first to start fifteen games for the Dodgers uh, in two thousand nineteen. It was
0: it was to me. It was uh, weird. Brother of Prime Rib as their name on Twitter. So well, that's
1: what a great.
0: What a rare question.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, but yeah, so it was, it was Julio Urias or Clayton Kershaw, which, you know, so the scenario, the the only scenario in that I see where there's, I guess there's multiple, but it, Kershaw would have to opt out to lose this. And I think, um, or maybe it was more likely to make 15 more, starts, more likely, right? More likely, more likely. Yeah. So I, I would I would go Kershaw for a number of reasons. I I think the Dodgers are going to end up re-signing him. They're just like either he goes through the process of opting out and then ultimately just signs a bigger deal with the Dodgers, or they just tack on years before he opts out. Um, so I think he's going to be back in 2019. But let's even if you entertain the option of him not coming back, I think that Julio Urias has an option uh, going into next year. And he's still going to be coming off shoulder surgery. and They're still going to manage his innings. I don't think it's a, it's not a given. He starts the year in the rotation. It's not, you know, things have to progress. Um, he'll be up eventually for sure. Um, so I think that that's another avenue where Urias falls short. But obviously if Kershaw's not here, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so, um, but I, so I, I would still, I would still go Kershaw though for the answer to that question. But, uh, yeah, back to...
0: Lefties in the bullpen.
1: Yeah, so this... Keep meandering. I got to keep you on track. That's right. Um, So, for me, like, well, okay, there's a couple options. Uh, Scott Alexander, for sure, is going to be one. And, like, in a weird... Like, Alex Wood, I don't think he's going to be a situational guy. He's going to be a lefty in there, but I think he's more like... He's going to be more an inning or two guy. So... um, I don't consider him the second lefty in that regard. He's more of just another reliever. Um, it's, so the guy who has a chance to make it and get, like, one out, I think it has to be Zach Cup at this point. That said, like, look, it, like, it, was, it was nice that Julio Urias made it back. He actually looked really good. He's hitting, like, 91 to 93 on his fastball, which is where he was at before or, like, maybe a little off. But, like, he's he's sharp. And But the thing with him, he – he still like needs like a day or two in between appearances and he's not really used to relieving, so it's tough to ask him to come in like the seventh or something of a big game, or he, he'd have to like piggyback a guy, I think, like if they pull Rich Hill after eighteen batters again and it's the fifth inning, um, or the fourth, and then so you bring in Urias uh, for an inning or two. Um so that's possibility. But, and then Tony Singrani was activated today. Uh, he's been out for a long time with a shoulder injury, over two months. And um, so, like, if he shows anything, like, he's a, he's a he could be that guy because he was great when he was healthy. But it's just a matter of, is he healthy? I think of those three, I just um, – given the fact that, you know, it's been uh, – Ross Cup, he's actually pitched really, really well. Uh, I think he's faced, like, 45 batters with the Dodgers, and he struck out 19. He gives up home runs. That's his thing. That's going to be a problem, but 19, it, it's pick your poison. Right? It's 19 strikeouts, two walks, and three home runs. So, um, you take the he's hes a true facts of life pitcher because you take the good and you take the bad. But with Roscap, you have to take them both, and there you have dodger poker.
0: The facts of the Dodgers. Well, that's, right. that's all we got. Yeah. Uh, thanks for accommodating
1: me uh, for the Monday thing. I'm, the reason we did tonight, I was busy today and didn't go to the game. I'm going to the next two games, and so it's it's almost impossible to record from the game because uh, it's hard to get a spot to actually be quiet in, uh, or you know, to have not have the the noise of the game like completely uh, you know, drone it out or uh, drone us out. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And next time we see you or talk to you, we'll have a clearer picture of the postseason, and maybe um, you know, not a photographic illusion, but closer to it. So. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.